0: This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, Welcome to Nirvana Sisters podcast, where we take the intimidation out of well-being and beauty to help you achieve your highest state, your nirvana. We are sisters-in-law
1: and your hosts. I'm Amy Sherman. And I'm Katie Chandler. So let's get into some real conversation.
0: Welcome back to the show, Nirvana Sisters family. So we are here. It is part two with Natasha B, Beauty Junkie Monkey. We, she promised she'd be back. She's here. If you haven't listened to episode 96, go run and listen to that one. But Natasha B, Is a trained esthetician, skincare expert, and educator. You may know her as Beauty Junkie Monkey on TikTok, where she now has over 400,000 followers and lots of helpful skincare advice. She's just growing by the second because I think the last time we talked to you, you were at 350. So, like, you are just crushing it. We love all of her advice. The last session was amazing. We talked so much about different products and routines, and we're just going to continue that conversation and get into it. So thank you so much for being back on the show, Natasha. We love having you on.
2: Oh, thank you for having me. This was, was way too much fun the last time. I'm like, we got to go to number two.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I know we still have product questions and different things like that, but we did want to make sure we touch on some of these skin treatments that we're seeing out there. Cause I think there's so many, there's from microneedling to Morpheus A, to the lasers, to the this, to the that. There's so many things. And we'd love to hear from you, what your experience has been, if you recommend anything, who they're best
2: for, all the
0: different things that we're seeing around
2: there. Absolutely. Uh, I have some personal experience. Uh, I will say out of the gate, I am not a a licensed medical esthetician. So I don't do the lasers. I don't do the Morpheus 8. Um, Again, I still have a lot of friends in the industry. So I know that. And then of course, with my clientele, who've had it done, I, I get a lot of feedback. So I can talk about it based on that information. So I'm happy to provide that. Uh, For myself, I have done a little bit of laser. Um, I've got a little bit of filler in my lips. That's the only thing I'm really maintaining right now is just a little bit in the lips because I have those little French lips. (laughs) So as I age, they slowly dissipate. So I just put in like just a half a syringe just to kind of back. up. Uh, and I have done Botox in the past, Botox in the past, but um, I stopped it over last year uh, because I was testing out other brands, and one of my commentators said, "Well, how do you know how it really, really works? And I was basing it on, you know, how well it held my Botox for longer periods of time. That's how I was basing mine. And I thought, you know, that's a very fair question. So begrudgingly, because I really love the results, uh, <laughs> I stopped using it. And I have to say, uh, over the past I'd say eight months, maybe I think it's about eight months now, uh, I haven't haven't touched it since, and I'm just shocked because 48 years old, and I'm looking at myself going, well, I can live with that, you know, I'm not a perfectly like wrinkle free or or you know, you can see when you know face to face, but you know, I don't mind the aging process, I just want to age well. And I think having a good skincare routine, and then using medical aesthetics, aesthetics is a great thing to do. But it's really, really important to do it authentically and not to go overboard. Because that's when the regret sets in. And that's when people start messing about with their face, and they start going, what have I done? Uh, one of my personal pet peeves is the lip flip that they do with Botox. I've had a lot of friends get it done. And the problem is, is that you can't purse your lips anymore. And so eating, drinking, people have can't eat properly because the food comes out of their mouth uh, and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, I understand that the aesthetic part and what they're trying to do. But when you start changing how you look, because it's not natural to have that flip, right? Like most of us, either you have it or you don't. That's when you start changing, really, in my opinion, who you are you know, a little, a little filler in a place that's already full, no problem, you know, a right. little bit of filler here and there just to kind of touch it up. A lot of people are surprised I have lip filler. And I'm like, yeah, I only use half a syringe. I don't use a full syringe. I have in the past, didn't like it, you know, it was a little too much. And not that a lot of people would notice it. But I think for me, it was just like, I, I, I like the subtlety of it. Right. And that's one thing I've noticed for sure, for sure is like, um, Botox is fantastic. If you have those deep 11s between your eyes, Yeah, do it. Absolutely. You know, uh, because product can only go so far. But um, yeah, I I just wanted to say that right out of the gate because I know we've seen some celebrities out there, and I'm just like, oh, no, sweetie, no. I (laughs) know. When they look like you can't
0: even recognize them, it's so scary.
1: Also, I feel like I think that there is there can be a slow climb to this, oh my gosh, I've gone overboard. And I know one time I did, I think a little bit too much Botox. And I just remember looking at myself thinking like, I look a little weird and it took a while for it to click that, oh, I probably have a little bit too much Botox right now. Next time I should scale back a little bit. Like I would see myself in a phone. I'm like, why are my eyebrows up to my you know hairline <laughs> like what is going on with that crazy smile so i think it's it, it's a good reminder when you are doing botox if you kind of, if you get that feeling that might mean <laughs> to to pump the brakes and also A really easy trick for that lip flip that is totally natural and easy to do is to just put some highlighter on your top lip line as well. Like it doesn't really give you the lip flip, but it gives an illusion Mm -hmm. of it. So, you know, don't, don't go putting the Botox in there for that. It's like, well, when it starts.
2: Yeah, well, when it starts function like you can't function and you can't chew. It's like, no, I, I'm, horrible. you know, I'm self-conscious. As yeah, it is. that Last is not year, worth I want us to dribble it out of my mouth. I'm like, yeah, no, that's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> no, thank you. Do I do that? No, I don't want to do the lip flip. <laughs> no. Right. Right. I was just going to say, like right now, the little chin dimple seems to be a big deal. I'm like, really? This is a, this is a big deal. Like careful with your, with who you go to, because their job is to make money. And the more you spend, the more they make. And I mean, a good uh, medical esthetician will have that nice, okay, let's not overdo it, you know, or kind of talk you down and go, you know what, you look fabulous, because you don't want to take away who you are. You know, I have a little French bump here on my nose. And the first thing my husband said when we met is like, you can never touch your face, you can never touch your nose. Hmm. And I'm so grateful he said that, because you're right, that's who I am. Like, it's, it's part of me, it's part of what makes me, me and is it the perfect nose? No, but it makes the rest of my face in my opinion look perfect because it's right. me, right? Absolutely. And I want to want to look in the mirror yeah. and look at myself and go, "Oh, hey, that's still me." You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So 100%. with some of the procedures, I I love I love uh, laser treatments. They're incredible. And I think they're going to be the new microneedling coming out as they progress and they get better and better and better. Um, myself, I love to do the uh, IPL laser or photofacial, is what it's called, because it does so much. Uh, so it zaps out your hyperpigmentation. So if you have like some really bad sunspots or freckles or really bad uh, sun damage, it works so well. It just zaps it right out and it, it naturally exfoliates out of your, your uh, skin. It also helps to stim- really stimulate collagen and elastin. So if you find that you're getting <clears throat> some of the deeper lines around the eyes, but you want to kind of treat that, then, you know, it's it's a nice way to slowly get that in there. And then when you pair that with your good products, you're going to have beautiful results. And, um, it just, I love how it tightens down the pores. So it really helps with texture. It helps with scarring. Uh, A couple of years ago, I was diagnosed with basal cell carcinoma on the edge of my nose. And that sucked because what people don't realize about a skin cancer, the, the basal cell is it goes down like a trunk, but then it spreads like a tree root. So it's not that that basal cell will kill you. It's going to disfigure you because they have to dig out all around it. And I had a huge, huge um, hole in my nose, which I kept covered meticulously for six weeks. And wow. I think it's because I kept it covered. I kept it moist. I'm, I'm really good at wound care. <laughs> it's um, it really started to progress very, very well. My, even my dermatologist was like, wow, that's probably yeah, the best I feel I've amazing. ever seen. Yeah. And then I did get some laser cause I did get a little bit of, uh, puckering uh, around the edges and I, you could see it. Like you could, if I turned my head a certain way, you'd really see it. So what I ended up doing was I did five laser treatments and now you can barely see it. You know, wow. it, it's Yeah, just, it looks amazing. I, it's,
0: I've it's i had um actually a lot of basal cells. So uh, on my face, on my, I mean, I've it's genetic and I've had a ton. So I'm crazy about the sun and stuff too, but yeah, you can't even, yeah. you can't even tell. Yeah. Now, when you say you've got a laser for that, this is where I get confused because I've heard about the IPO. I've never done it. But like, what kind of lasers do you, you know, from what you know, what you've seen, what kind of lasers do you use for what? Cause you were saying that, like, I imagine there's a laser that's better for healing a wound than, you know, exfoliating your face or whatever.
2: Oh, yeah, no. And I mean, I, again, I'm not a laser technician, but what yeah. I, I know from my my girl is, is that what it does is it goes in and it helps to stimulate the collagen underneath it. So it helps to really plump that back up. Then you can do uh, more invasive, like a fractal. Fractal is a deeper laser. Mm-hmm. So you do need downtime for that. So the biggest, um, because again, working with clients, I've, I have clients that have had facelifts, half facelifts um, the Morpheus, uh, laser treatments. The biggest thing I can tell you from their experience is that you really have to be mindful of your recovery. So if you do Mm. not have two weeks where you can really baby your face, do not do it because then you risk scarring. Then you risk complications. Then you risk swelling. You're going to have those anyways, because that's all part and parcel of doing these more invasive IPL. You don't get that as much. It's not as invasive, but the, um, The fractional, (laughs) you're going to be losing a few layers or when you do any type of acid treatments, you know, Uh, my mother-in-law had that done and oh my gosh, her face looked uh, like hamburger meat. It it was awful. (laughs) It was awful. Oh my God. Like so red, right? Oh, red, raw. It started to look like, yeah, look like hamburger meat as it was (sighs) the top layers were coming off and it was, uh, she really had to be diligent about her care. I mean, her skin looked great afterwards, but Again, it was very limited. She thought it'd get rid of all her wrinkles. No, it didn't, right? It it got rid of a lot of them, but the deep ones were still very there. So she was upset that she went through all of that and didn't get the results that she was looking for, right? So... That's the thing with these these procedures is you got to A, manage your expectations and B, listen exactly. If they tell you avoid the sun for two weeks, we're talking avoidance. We're not talking, oh, I'll just pop in the car and run to the store. The radiation does penetrate through the window. That's your skin is damaged. Putting radiation on damaged skin, bad idea. That's where scarring and pigmentation come into play. So, you know, that's one of the best things I can say about any treatment follow their advice, listen to them, be honest about what you have done, what you haven't had done. If you've done any type of retinol, they need to know this prior to Mm. you going in because of course that will affect how the skin responds with everything. Morpheus 8, um, I've heard mixed results with that. I've heard a lot of people have amazing and that's that deep, um, it's like a a machine where they basically puncture, it's like microneedling, but it has a little bit of a current in there Mm -hmm. and it works really well at stimulate collagen. Like it's very, very good problem with that is a you have to make sure that you have the proper technician that actually knows what they're doing because I right. had another client she had it done and she has these uh hundreds of little bumps all along her entire face and lower jawline oh my and god she went, yeah so she went back to her technician said wtf what's going on and her technician's words were oops I think I went too deep oh my god
1: so is it permanent
2: uh, right now it's there. We'll see if it oh. stays there. I, I'm just wow. like, I don't know if there's a, a laser that can help break up the scar tissue. I don't know. Mm. But that to me would be a deal breaker. And that's why when it comes to any type of microneedling, I'm really hesitant. I'm okay with a surface microneedling for just, you know, basic stuff. But even then, I'm like the benefits of a laser treatment outweigh the pain and discomfort in my humble opinion. Of doing like microneedling, which is pretty invasive, right? So I guess it just all depends on what you're going for, but I'm really loving the lasers because they do work so very well. So. Yeah. I, I've done microneedling. I haven't done
0: lasers. I've done microneedling a bunch of times, more surface, not like the Morpheus 8 where mm-hmm. that scares me, but yeah. I have a very good person and I love it. And I think it takes like years off of my skin or off of my face, but yes, you have to go to someone who knows what they're doing. Like I've been going to the same person. When I first did it, I went like a bunch of times and now I'll do it like once or twice a year to freshen me up. But yes, it's your point. If you go to the wrong person, forget it. You're done.
2: Yeah, I agree. And and that's the hardest part.
1: How often do you uh, suggest lasers? Like How many times a year should someone, if they want to be on that track and doing lasers frequently, is it, is it like a twice a year thing? I have no idea.
2: I guess it all depends. I know um, some technicians suggest doing it all throughout the year. Personally speaking, uh, I like to do it either at the beginning of the year or the end of the year uh, of the summer months. simply because the damage from the from the sun's going to happen whether you protect it as much as you can or not so for me it's like well i want to make sure that i prevent any for i'm trying to do the preventative thing i don't want to get skin cancer again that was not fun and i definitely want to prevent having all of that that damage and that pigmentation so for me uh generally i like to do it at the end of the season so in the fall because the sun's not as high it's not as intense you know it just seems like an I save my money <laughs> to say that I save my money, to right? Because it it's not cheap. I do my entire face and my neck and my chest. And if she's feeling generous, she'll do the back of my hands. But you know, you know every area they charge you. So they're charging you everything you want a little extra, you want a toe done, they're going to charge you, you know, 100 bucks. So does it hurt? <laughs> no, it feels so what it feels like is it feels like a little snap. So if it does hit that pigmentation, you're gonna feel that like a, a rubber band snap but mm. it's more shocking than anything it's more of like oh, oh oh okay and then once you kind of get used to it then you're okay if you have a lot of damage or a lot of pigment yeah you're just be aware it's it's gonna feel awful at first but again, after two, like a week to 10 days, it looks so good, you know, and there is no downtime. You just, you're a little pink for a while. Your pigmentation gets a little bit darker as it comes out. So it looks worse, but then it comes out and the skin underneath looks lovely. The thing that's I've noticed from my melasma clientele is not really a great idea. It Mm. just does not seem to, it, it helps to pull some of it out, but melasma has that, um, basically is a, like a hormonal trigger so once that switch has been flipped open and uh, the pigmentation has been has been charged it doesn't go away and so it will ebb and flow it'll get lighter it'll get darker but it'll never go away yeah. so IPL unfortunately hit and miss results a lot of my clients say they take it they do it for for melasma but then it comes back so That's but good. it is That's good. good it's note. also mm-hmm. good
1: for like sunspots and everything right Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely.
2: So you kind of have to look at the big picture and what you're, like I said, what the expectations are on that. And uh, yeah, it's just, I love, yeah, I'm really into lasers and PRP. I don't know if you guys have heard of that one yet. I've done
0: it. Yeah. With my microneedling.
2: Oh, you have. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I have not tried it yet, but I had PRP. So plasma rich uh, platelets. So that's where they take the blood out of your arm for those who don't know. And then they spin it into the device and then all the rich plasma goes to the top and they take that and they inject that into your wherever, right? And uh, I had that done on my knee after I tore my uh, ACL and my meniscus last Hmm. year. I was a little overzealous in my Zumba class. And
1: And it helped with feeling, right? I didn't know it did that. That's amazing. It is. It was
2: so cool. Like I had it done over a month ago and now I can wear my heels. Like this is a year long injury. So I can wear my heels again, which I'm obsessed with. I can can move. I can dance again. I can twist again. I'm absolutely floored. It worked exceptionally well for me. It was worth the 500 bucks. Totally worth it. Yeah, my friend did it for her shoulder, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and I've heard nothing but good things, but then all of a sudden, you know, they say, "Well, we can help if you have the deep crevice underneath the eyes, if you're having issues with the marionette lines." I'm like, "Oh, we can do that too?" Like I know you can do it in the hair to help prevent hair loss, like there's so much. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be doing a little bit more uh a little bit more looking into it. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, why well, there's so many good things
2: now. I
0: mean, there's so much innovation going on. It's really cool.
2: I was going to say one client did it and she says, "I look sensational." Eh. She loved it, and I'm like, "Well, that sold me." <laughs> so.
1: right. That's all you need to hear.
2: <laughs> That's all I need sold. <laughs> Not yeah. going to save.
1: <laughs> um, I'm curious about what your thoughts are on these, uh, like simple at home tools, like our gua and mm. our, our jade rollers, and also the the new face. You know, the um, what is is it micro electric microcurrent devices, microcurrent. Yeah. Yes. What are your thoughts on those?
2: So I'll tell you right out of the gate, the microcurrent devices are not strong enough for them to actually invoke a lot of change. You might see, a, a, you know, maybe 5%, 10%, maybe. Uh, if you're lucky, most people do not. And the thing with the at-home devices is the hardest thing is consistency. Um, that, to me, I've had a lot of devices in my, in my past, but I'll tell you, those microcurrent ones are a complete waste of time, complete. They're just not strong enough. That's why when you go in clinic and they use it in clinic, you see results because it is strong enough. It's got, you know, somebody who's licensed, they know what they're doing. There's a, you know, there's education behind that. So then that way that machine can be used properly. What they sell is just not strong enough. So you're never going to get the results. Uh, Jade rollers, massaging tools. All they do is a nice lymphatic draining. They do not tighten your skin. They do not firm up your skin they do feel amazing. Like I'm just getting over a cold and I always use my, mine over top of my sinus areas because I'm just like, God, this is bad. <laughs> but it really does help kind of move everything out a little bit. Or if you're just one of those people, it just makes you feel like it's your, it's your time and you like the, the feel of it on your face while you're putting product in. No problem, rule of thumb, make sure that your equipment is clean before you use it and clean after you use it, right? Because you wanna make sure that you're not spreading bacteria over your face. And most people don't clean their tools and then they wonder why they break out. Uh, The the LED uh, I am testing two versions out right now. So like a a body one and one for the face. Um, It's still early, but I will say right out of the gate, if you have any type of issues with acne, this worked really, really well. I had three um, three pimples on the side that popped up. And I was kind of surprised because that doesn't happen for me. I usually don't break out like that. And uh, they weren't going away. And it had been three weeks. And I'm like, I'm pulling out all my big guns. Like I'm pulling <laughs> out the salicylic acid. I'm like, you know, I'm doing all the little extra tricks I know. And it wasn't. Really, like a couple of them would heal, and then they'd reinfect, and I'm like, okay, well, this is ridiculous. So when I got this LED mask to test, I put it on, and within two days they were gone.
1: Oh, that's wow. interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I ha- that. I bought those both of those. I have the LED and the New Face, and I've been using the New Face religiously, and. So the new face, I, I like it personally, but I, what I really think it is for me is it's more related to inflammation and lymphatic drainage. I have autoimmune disease, so I, I am uh. always inflamed. So I think it's kind of maybe doing a bit of the same action that the rollers or the gua sha like deep puffing Yeah. Mm-hmm. deep puffing Moving exactly. the fluid. Yes. Right. Absolutely. But at the same time, I have to do it pretty much every single day to still see what I'm seeing when I'm doing it. And if I, like last week I took a week off and I was like, all right, I'm starting to look a little more puffy and droopy and blah. So I'm, you know, I'm doing it again, but the led, I have one and I'm not using it. And I should, because I have acne it's driving me nuts. So it's good to know that you feel like that's really, did you, when you were doing it for the acne, did you do, what light did you do? does yours have? the different just a mask. Lights?
2: Yeah, it's, it's just okay, a red Just light, like the red light, light there, the yeah, red. red light therapy yeah. mask. Yeah, I posted it on. It looks ridiculous. <laughs> I feel like Silence <laughs> of the Lambs when I wear it. Is just yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's just it covers your entire face. Uh, but it, it's really nice. It's convenient. You can do. You can still work with it on. It's got a timer on it. So so far, my review f- so far is really good. It does help to tighten down my pores even more. So uh, so I'm really enjoying that. And um, I, you know, I have. I always want to make sure that the information I'm giving my clients or, and my my audience is always really good, viable information so they can make an informed decision. I think it definitely has value for sure for certain skin types. My the hardest thing for me is consistency. Right. That's the mm-hmm. hardest thing because yeah. it has to go on after you wash your face, and you have to let it on before you put on any serums, any lotions. Like it has to go on clean skin. Mm. And for me, I have a routine like everybody else. I get up. Um, you know, I do my morning stuff, answer emails, got to go wash my face. And then I have my routine when I do my face. So to stop, put the mask on and make sure I get my 10 minutes every day. Oh, okay. I didn't do this morning, which I didn't, I have to do it tonight. Well, I was supposed to do it last night and I just didn't get to it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You no, I like do you find yeah. that the mask is a hard one to do. That's why I think that's why I can't get in the groove. The new face, I can do it like, and with my morning routine, it's right there, but this mask, it's, it's huge. And if it's not right in front of my face, I forget to forget about it. Yeah, that's
2: exactly it. But I'll tell you, when I get a zit, that sucker's going on. Like, yeah,
0: (laughs) that's good to know. It's like maybe just a good tool to use when you're totally broken out. So moving in, I I have a question about because I hear this word. I feel like it's it's a buzzword now. And I just want to understand what it actually means. Skin barrier. What does it mean? How do you treat it? Like, what should we be thinking about when it comes to skin barrier? I don't really even understand what it means.
2: Well, basically, it's the top layer of your skin really is what it is, right? (laughs) So it's the top layer of the skin. And the reason why it's mainly compromised is people are overusing the acids, right? Mm. So they're using too many salicylic, glycolic, lactic uh, acids or blends. They're not using the right acids for their skin type. Now, don't get me wrong. There are certain people that can use all different forms of acids, but certain ones work better than others for different skin types. And again, nobody talks about that. So. That is why a lot of people, when they're doing or using too much uh, retinol. This week, I've been featuring nothing but retinols. Yes, that I've week. been
0: watching. Yeah, it's so
2: educational. And, oh, thank you. So well, helpful. retinols, what they actually do is they kill off the top layer of your skin is basically what they're doing. That's why you get in the dry down. That's why your wrinkles look worse. The whole goal is because it wants to get the newer cells to hurry up, like to kick back into gear, which they do slow down. Like when we're in our 20s and 30s, um, it takes about... 20, 31 days for our new skins from base all the way up. When we age, that can take two to three months of new skin cells. Mm. So that really slows everything down. And that's why retinol is so good. But because it's kill, especially tretinoin prescription strength, people just go right to the full full monty and um it's a horrible process and some people can never get past a basic retinol let alone some people can't use retinols so you know what i mean like it's all about stimulating the skin stimulating and getting everything up but then you're compromising that skin barrier and that's the biggest issue because once it's compromised so you're going to have larger pores everything's going to look way more texture because it's inflamed right the the pores are inflamed uh then you're going to have open little um little channels uh, for bacteria and dirt. And if we didn't learn anything from COVID, we're really, you know, live in a very dirty environment uh, 90% of the time, right? So, and not that it's, I don't want to be like a germaphobe, but, you know, if you're susceptible to acne, that's not your friend, that's not going to help you. And when you're compromising it by using these too many acids in your cleansers and your toners, and then you're putting on um, your retinols, well, then it's a hot mess. And then you're going to age faster because your skin is is not healed. It's, it's not performing at its maximum capacity. So I know last one, you talk about niacinamide. Niacinamide is a component of uh, the skin barrier. It's something that fortifies the cell walls within the skin barrier. The other thing that you really need to be um, cognizant of is your lipids, your fats. So the lipids are naturally occurring in your skin. They're created by your uh, sebaceous gland. So your oil gland. So have you ever noticed people with really oily skin age, like incredibly? Yes. Barely. Like no wrinkles. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's because of that fattiness that supports. So think of your skin as bricks, like you see on a house and the fatty acids or the lipids are in between. That's your mortar. So when it comes to skincare, what you want to do is you want to tack it three ways, you want to keep the fatty acids in there. So that's your lipids, and your ceramides. Um, then you want to also keep in the hydration. So your hyaluronic acids, and then you want to keep the structural support. So that's your niacinamide. So all of a sudden, you have three ingredients that you need in your skincare routine on a daily basis as you're aging, that I just talked about that you can now do. And I, I SkinFix just came out with a brand new barrier serum that I'm absolutely obsessed about. (laughs) I'm obsessed. I had a commenter said, how come your marionette lines aren't as deep? Like, are you using a filter? And I'm like, no, no, this is me. And I was like, I am testing out a new product. And, you know, I'm kind of hush-hush about stuff because it's just, it's so new uh, for me. But my skin is so thin and so dry, I find that products really amplify very quickly for me so i usually know within about two weeks if something's working or not and i've been really happy with this ooh, i one. have to try
0: that i know we were so... talking about a bunch of skin fix products last time and um i it's didn't me. that's a
2: new one I, I gotta try that. it's a new one I, I just pulled up my my list here let me pull i can say ooh, it the list. i love my list yeah <laughs> if, it, <laughs> if it if it works it goes on my list uh, okay so it's called the skin fix barrier uh oh hang on My apologies. So skin fix barrier, triple lipid collagen, niacinamide activating
1: serum. Ooh, ooh. that sounds like a triple whammy. It is. Now, As
2: I didn't go into the full details yet of the ingredients. So I just want to make sure that the collagen are collagen peptides, because if it's basic collagen, collagen molecularly is too big, it's not going to penetrate the skin. I'm assuming these are the lipids. So I have to go back and still do some research on it. Because again, I'm still technically testing. Yeah, but I'm just letting you guys know, I'm kind of excited because it's really nice. <laughs>
1: yeah, it sounds really nice. Back to the skin barrier thing. Do you find that a lot of people with premature aging and premature wrinkles, it just has a lot to do with that skin barrier is compromised and they're, they're like dehydration lines. That, and those things can be fixed relatively mm-hmm. easily. Like if you're 36, 40, whatever it may be, and you've got a lot of little fine lines, it's probably that your skin is dehydrated, your skin barrier is compromised, and you can start to just use the right products and the right routine and snap back really quickly, right? Right.
2: Absolutely. As long as you're diligent with it, and you're doing it every day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. keep it plump, keep it plump, keep it hydrated. There's, yeah, there's a huge difference between oily and hydration. Hydration is inside the skin, oiliness is outside the skin, which you need because it protects that barrier. Again, it's that nice, it's that nice glossy over, you know, I mean, I know a lot of people who are oily hate it because it's, it's too much, right? It's too much of the shellac, if you will. But a nice layer is really good because it does protect the skin and it does give it that nice little barrier, like, you know, little things can bounce off of it. And it's like, you shall not pass. You're not coming in, you know, it's it's important. Mm. But at the same time, hydration is key. And so if you're starting to see fine lines and wrinkles really quickly, you're probably dehydrated. Even my wrinkles on my main forehead, like my main line right in here, uh, if I can keep that plump, it looks half as deep just, yeah. just by plumping it back up. So. Yeah. yeah.
0: So on to the, I was going to ask you about oil. So I, I have like an oil cleanser that I use, which I love. It feels so good, but I also see people use just oils that they don't wash off. Are those, um, good for you? Like, is it like I have very dry skin too. So like, to me, it would seem like putting on an oil would be good. I just don't like the only oil I have is a cleanser, but are there certain oils that you would recommend for dry skin that you could keep on the
2: skin that are helpful? Oh, yeah. There's tons of amazing oils. Uh, I call it skin glazing. So it's something Mm -hmm. that I throw in routines when people like you and me were really dry skin. Uh, That would be something I put at the end of the routine at night so yeah. skin glazing is basically taking so you have all your water-based products right and you put them over top of the skin and then as you sleep all that uh, starts to absorb but you also do uh, dehydrate throughout the night it does, it does evaporate so when you put something over top of it either like vaseline or oils which i prefer because of the texture it basically creates like a little pot a little lid on the pot mm-hmm. and allows all your products your water-based products to really absorb into the skin and keeps the top layer really hydrated so you're getting the best you're sandwiching it in there and you're making sure that nice. this is very very happy and uh my favorite oil in the whole wide world and still to this day is herbivore phoenix oil it's, oh I
0: it's, actually it's have incredible. that and I, I it's it. funny I bought it I bought that I mean it's probably expired by right now but I remember buying that and I didn't really know how to use it because it was before mm-hmm. I was into all this stuff really it was like I was just starting to experiment and I like didn't know but now that you're saying to wear it at night, that makes sense. I like had no idea how to use it. Um Absolutely, you just put it over top
2: of your uh, yeah nighttime moisturizer. And it just kind of sinks drops. in at night.
0: Yeah, yeah. Makes well, sense. it stays a
2: little bit more on top, but then you just kind of pat it in. And I call it skin glazing because you look like a glazed donut. When I tell I people that. glazed, I want you to look lazy. I don't want you to look like you know <laughs> a plain yo plain donut. I mean, we want full
1: glow. Full love on glazed a glazed donut, like... <laughs> along with the glazed <laughs> nails
2: too. We, That's we were, we
1: were right. talking about. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Should we get into our wrap session, Katie?
1: Well, before we do, I want to hear Natasha's routine. I'm just so curious. We need to know your morning and your night routine. (laughs)
2: Yeah, Well, that's (laughs) not fair. I'm testing. I'm testing products right now. So I'm always testing. Well, so let me be. Um, Yeah. So if you weren't
0: testing and you were just like, you know, a normal day, vacation day, something like that.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay would budget be pro- like would i have to be on budget no, <laughs> like no budget I, whatever you no know budget oh my god okay <laughs> uh no budget i probably still use the same cleanser that i have uh which is the ordinary squealing cleanser because it's just perfect for my skin anything like a richer emollient is really nice on dry skin so i love that or the skin fix uh they have a really nice foam and oil cleanser so any one of those would be fantastic If I could, for makeup removing, I would do the True Botanicals, the turmeric um, makeup removing balm is Mm. sublime. I want to do like a downward dog yoga pose while I'm wearing it because it smells (laughs) so good. It's just amazing. (laughs) uh for my serums daytime um there is a new product from emk beverly hills called the rescue serum and it's a, it's a proprietary blend which i'm not a fan of because they usually typically don't work but when i tried this very high-end beverly hills this bottle this is like 250 dollars it was- and I'm, mm. I'm really obsessed with it. I'm really like, I keep going back thinking, I really liked how it firmed up my skin, tightened, brightened my skin. I really like, it's just one of those ones where it just stood out, uh, from a lot of the other products I've tested. So I love that one. I definitely love the skin fix. Um, the new one I was talking about the activating serum, cause that's keeping me juicy and plumpy. So I'd probably keep that in there. And, I uh, I'd have to see how the Chebula would work from True Botanicals because I just ran out and I'm really missing it. So I would use that. And then- This uh, is all skin- morning? This is all morning. Okay. <laughs> now
0: no, I'm not- just-, <laughs> just clarifying because we, you know, we might copy this routine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, again, this is based on me and my needs. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> But with that being said, um, the moisturizer, I would probably either use the cocoa Kind or the Skin Fix because I love both. The cocoa Kind really is juicy and plumpy. Um, but right now it's super, super dry here in Alberta. So I'd probably stick with the skin fix until it, the, you know, humidity went what's up a little Cocoa bit.
0: What's the Cocoa Kind one? Like
2: what is oh, it? Oh, Cocoa Kind. Awesome. It's a smaller company, but they have what's called, uh, it was poly Cocoa. Let me find the name. So I say it properly. You can buy it online. Yeah. I've and, seen the brand. I just haven't. Yeah, Resurrection really... polypeptide cream. It's Ooh. almost like Tatcha. Mm-hmm. So it looks like the Tatcha uh, dewy water cream, but it's more plumpy. You get a Ooh. lot more plump out of it. It's gorgeous. So is that like uh, a it's,
0: better during the day? Not as both day or night. Oh, okay, day or night.
2: Yeah, you could use it both day or night. I love it because even my oily clients love it because it plumps them up. It gives them that fullness, but it doesn't make them feel oily or extra. You know how sometimes you yeah. put a moisturizer on feels oilier or not? Too thick, not the way. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it doesn't do that. So I love that one. So that would probably be my day. And then my uh, SPF, of course, would be either my Isntree SPF or my Ilya, which is my tinted moisturizing serum, which I use all the time. And I Mm -hmm. I adore that one. My nighttime would look very much uh, the same as the morning. So except I would so wash my face, Um, then I would probably use either while I'm waiting for topology, there are Glyne solutions, incredible, but they've been out of stock because they're trying to. They kind of went viral last year. So they're trying to play catch up. They have the best Arguine solution uh to date that I've tested. I know
0: I've watched their so, videos on that. I really want to try it.
2: Oh, it's nice. And I even like their stick. Like I'm digging out my stick right now because they're <laughs> out of all of it. So I'm just wow. come on. <laughs> and their Matrixel, I love Skin Diva's Matrixel Synthetic Six is, I would say neck and neck with topology. Like it is sensational. Mm. And that one I would use. Either one of those two, uh, then I would probably use my Beverly Hills E.M.K. serum, rescue serum, then the that Skin Fix serum, and then I'd probably put on my retinol. Uh, I'm really in love with Love right now. I mm. love their. They have a retinol, so it's a step up from retinol uh, from a um, sorry a retinol instead of a retinol. So it's a l, so it's a step up higher, and I it's a bright yellow, and I think it's called Moonlight. Uh, yeah, like you, you, yes. you mentioned it last mentioned time, it. and I actually yeah, bought it. So I yeah, haven't tried it yet. But- so this is something once you've done a retinol for a long time, and you're feeling like, okay, I'm not really seeing fine lines, still don't seem to be kind of pro- you know progressing as well as I want. Then you would move up to this one, and I love it. I really love it. Um, the longer Are I right, use it, the better my skin looks, and I'm just I'm obsessed.
1: The Matrixel is that just a nighttime thing? Because I've been yep. using it day and night, so I need to switch to only night. Well, it, de- it, it can
2: be used day, uh, right? Like there's lots of options that you can use. It's just, it can't be used with vitamin C because it breaks oh. down the bonds. So that's the yeah. trick. And if you're using a vitamin C during the day or a niacinamide, then you're covered. Like niacinamide can be used with uh, Matrixyl, just not vitamin C. So uh, it uh-huh. depends. I would, I would change up my routine though because I love... I love putting in certain things at certain times of the year. Like, I also love to do copper peptides because that's a real great way. Like, if you have that face dump where your face looks like it just gave up on you and you've (laughs) lost all of that, and you just, you know, it happens. I think I got it at 46. I noticed the face dump. I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) I've been loving you. What is going on? So, um, I have to say that was a shocker. And then I got onto the copper uh, peptides from BioSense, which is superior to the ordinary. I just want to say that because. Most people that try the ordinary don't see results. Um, But with the copper peptides from Biosense, when I do like a whole bottle of that, my skin just plumps right back up. And I love it. I always get, oh, you've got filler in your face. Nope. I'm just plumping it up the old-fashioned way. And you use that
0: that at night, the copper peptides, depending on season. But you can
2: use it during the day. I had, again, in retinol week, she goes, can I do copper peptides during the day? And then retinols at night. Yeah, you can. And you know what? That's probably something I should try. So after your retinol,
0: you were talking about the retinol from Love. Do you do you, yeah. do moisturizer on top of that? Always.
2: Yeah. yeah. Moisturize. And if it's really dry, I put oil over top of that. Or okay. um, like the topology has the, the caviar stick, which is really, really, really mm. rich. So I'll put that on. Or I'm still, like I said, digging out the argoline stick that has a nice, rich... <laughs> Hanging on so to every last ingredient. Every last... Yeah. every Like <laughs> when you find something you love and you obsess over, that's why I share it. Because I'm like, no, no, no. I only share what I, I feel is really good. I do share stuff that's okay you know, because everybody's budget's very different. Yeah. But generally speaking, if it works, I talk about it. If it doesn't work, I just don't talk about it. Yes.
0: Yeah. No, it's so no. helpful. Okay. So I think we should get into a wrap session so we yeah. don't lose you Let's and get the answers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so quick answers. What is your favorite wellness or beauty hack?
2: My favorite? Or one of your favorites? Um. Definitely laser treatments. That, that to me is like, a solid underscore and a little, yeah. little filler here or there. Like, like I said, for my lips, that will always be in my routine for sure. And just the consistency of my, my routine, that to me is like my religion. Like that's, you know, that's my, my time. Yeah. I love nice. doing that. Nice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The next one is your five minute flow. You just got out of the shower and dry it off. Uber's pained you and they're five minutes away. So you're going to do your skincare routine that you just told us really quickly. And then what are you going to do to get out the door and get in that Uber on time? In five minutes? Yeah, yeah so, so <laughs> put it this way. You don't have time to do now. that whole skin
0: routine. Like what are those holy grails that you're like, all right, if I don't put on anything else, I got to put on these things to
1: get out boom, the door. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
2: um that's tough. Isn't that a hard you know, question? That would be really hard because I would probably slap every damn thing I just <laughs> as quickly as I could. Throw on my Ilia, put my hair in a bun, and then yeah, throw on some lemons and hope to God I don't have anything sticking out of my pants. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely throw in a couple serums. Uh, probably a couple of my serums. If this was the morning, I'd put on uh, so again, one of my serums or, or the, the one that I was talking about skin fix and then moisturizer and then ilia over top because it's a tinted moisturizing. So I would do that one. And it gives me my SPF. It gives me everything all in one. And that would probably be the quickest thing, but I would never, I would never be late. Like that doesn't (laughs) happen. I need my beauty routine. I have my time set aside. So I have enough time to, I know it it takes me an hour and it is
0: relaxing.
1: I find so true. So true. All right, and the last one is: How do you maintain your daily nirvana? Maybe it's your beauty routine that maintains your nirvana.
2: Well, you know what? It's funny because my husband and I we do every night. We do five things we're grateful for every single Mm -hmm. night, and it's just something that we kind of got into just to stay grounded and and stay in the moment. Because you know, life can get really crazy. And uh, my husband was has been dealing with colon cancer for the last four years, which we finally oh thank you. But you know, we're finally, uh, we believe we're at the end of it now. And, you know, for us, it helped us keep us grounded. So you didn't get stuck in the fear. It was more for the mental health. But now we don't stop. Like last night, I'm like, do you want to do the five things we're grateful for? He goes, I'm so tired. Let's do it tomorrow. I'm like, okay. And then two seconds later, he goes, no, it doesn't feel right not to do it. So now it's our routine. And we just say five things. It could be anything, anything simple, like, I'm just really grateful I had great clients today, or, you know, I'm grateful my cold's finally giving up, like just, you know, like things like that. And it changes and we try to make sure we don't say the same thing over and over again, because that then you kind of takes away from the exercise, but that's what I Yeah, that's really good.
1: I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great practice. Wonderful. Well, Natasha, we are so incredibly grateful for your time. And honestly, like a uh, pen and paper and notes when you're listening to this episode and maybe listen to it a couple times. Although everything times. will be in the show notes, don't it worry. It will all be in the show notes, <laughs> but like I have to hear the details over and over again on when to do this at what time. And so, yeah, I think our listeners, this episode is gonna be downloaded multiple times by lots of people. So thank you for <laughs> your time.
2: Yeah, for thank pleasure. you so know,
1: much. don't forget to
0: follow Natasha B., um, on TikTok, on Instagram. Will you tell us your handles again, just so everybody knows?
2: Yeah, so I'm on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And um, Instagram is Natasha Beauty Junkie Monkey. Uh, Facebook is Beauty Junkie Monkey, and TikTok is Beauty JM Zero. Nice. Got it.
1: All right. All right. Well, before we go, we like to wrap with a little mantra or quote or just uh, friendly reminder. So I think we're talking about all this beauty. So I, I kind of liked this one to be beautiful means to be yourself. You don't need to be accepted by others. You need to accept yourself. So. Aww. Yeah. So true. Remember, so self-acceptance. Do your little beauty routine to make you feel good. And accept Agreed. yourself exactly. so and it. embrace yeah.
0: embrace yourself exactly. And um just want to say thank you again for all your time. We could literally spend hours talking about this stuff with yeah. you we just really value your time and I know our listeners <laughs> will too so you can come back anytime we'd love to have you as much as you want to come on because <laughs> this is just so helpful so as we're fun all aging too. and learning how to take care of our skin and ourselves. So so much yeah. fun. Thank you again.
2: You're very welcome thank you Katie and Amy for having me and reaching out to me. This was amazing. I enjoyed it very very much and I'd be happy to come back. So awesome. maybe we could do a, we can do a third one. Love <laughs> yes, it we can. absolutely